Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Postdoc transformation. Invest in your postdoc transformation. Welcome to the weekly show for scientists leaping into business. In every episode, we are happy to recommend employers of choice for you. For your career transition, we offer customized career transition e-courses and memberships, also at graduate schools all over the world. Maybe yours too. And if your university isn't yet our customer, enroll in your free email course for career transition made simple, as linked in the show notes. I'm your host, Professor Dr. Anna Sui Winkles, and let's build your postdoc transformation with this episode. So, what if you love research, but you hate academia? Well, then this episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show is for you. This episode is about job roles in business that require strong research skills. Before we dive into the topic, I want to recommend you another episode on job roles that require strong teaching skills. And you should also listen to the Future of Work episode that I did, which is number four, because I think that once you have settled on the roles that you want, because on your research skills or on your teaching skills or whatever, then you should also place that bat, so to speak, on the right industry. And this is why the future of work is imminent for that orientation. All right, so let's dive right in into number one, data science, so to speak. So data-driven decision-making, analytics, forecasting, all that stuff. I can tell you that most of the people that I have worked in business with are not really into statistics. And if you're really good in your empirical statistical research, if you're really good as a quant, then this is a huge opportunity for you because data is everything, right? So we constantly produce data while we are doing something, while we are creating something, while we are consuming things. And the vast of this data needs to be analyzed. And obviously you can use artificial intelligence for that but you still have to ask the right questions and whether these are the right ones relevant for the context, et cetera. That is something that a human still must do. And I think that if you're strong on that quant side, then that will be really for your benefit. All right, number two, which is the first overlap to the other episode, which is the business development manager. And from this point of view, the research skills are really helpful in that because then you can really make a foundational research about where or which new business models you should create and also which are more promising. And that means that you need to digest a lot of data before you present to the leadership team in which direction that company should go. So that's business development. Hey, do you need a well-paid job in business aligned with your vision of life as soon as possible? You don't have access to a supportive career guide at your graduate school? Then this is for you. I know that leaping out of science can be lengthy, full of misconceptions and scary without experience guidance. 
And maybe you already know how it feels to get rejections on non-academic job applications. So, wouldn't it be comforting to have me by your side so that you can land your future-proof job? Imagine the feeling of getting job interview invites after you submitted a winning CV, cover letter, and sustainably rock your LinkedIn. Do you want to become confident through my interview and contract negotiation rehearsal? With me, you can confidently fine-tune suitable roles, working conditions, benefits, and compensations. This postdoc transformer bundle is the first time that I ever offer it, and it grants you. 24/7 access to the two e-courses, Career Transition into Business and Digital Personal Branding, that are usually exclusively offered at graduate schools. Now you can share all your job application material and questions, as many as you like, and I will answer via exclusive video lessons sent to you via email within 24 hours. So subscribe until you start your job, and you don't need me as your career transition guide anymore. How would you feel to be able to worry-free pay all your running bills and reduce your student debts, as you earn sixty to one hundred twenty-five k annual salaries? Remember, every month without a well-paid job worsens your financial situation, so it takes longer to become financially stable. Also, receiving too many rejections for your job applications after your PhD will reduce your chances to get a job aligned with your vision of life. So, subscribe to your monthly postdoc transformation bundle for your guided career transition into business now. All right, number three is product development and innovation. And most companies, like chemical companies, industrial companies, medical, whatever, pharmaceutical, call it research and development. And other companies also have another unit that is called user experience, so a customer journey where the customer goes from different stages. Then this experience needs to be improved, so that the customer obviously comes back and says, "I want more of that, and I want more of this and this and this." That you can already see in the data, and that's why it's so important that you can understand this from an analytical researcher's point of view. All right, next one is number four, which is more on the leadership side, which is strategic planning and consulting. That means that you cannot decide without data, right? Even if you are just Producing the data, you need to interpret that data and discuss that data. And then there are some there are some instances like the executive board or the leadership team that decide in which direction the company goes, right or left. And did you know that I offer deep dive e-courses, workshops, and memberships at graduate schools, maybe also at yours in the future? Ask your Graduate school coordinator, whether they want to book my services so that I can deliver them to you twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five, on your mobile device. Then number five, another obvious role is in healthcare, medical, pharmaceutical, clinical, and medical research. Right. So you have test phase stage one, two, three. You have medications, new therapeutical. Device to be tested that needs to be approved by the states of whatever, etc. So these are all things that where you need to comply with 
the regulations and regulatory affairs. So this is where I always see a lot of PhDs because otherwise that's probably beyond the interest of people who haven't pursued a PhD before. And the same goes for health policy. So obviously when we have legislation policies regarding health, whatever societal means, then this is also a playground for PhDs because they have the cognitive capacity to oversee the strategic impact, the downfall, etc., from certain decisions, policies, legacy, policies and regulations. And now it's time to thank company ABC who sponsors this episode of the Postdoc Transformation Show. I would now be reading the company's answers to one of six bold questions so that you can choose to apply. For example, number one, describe your most valuable experts versus leaders in your company. Have they typically earned a doctor title? Or number two, for which of your company roles or units do you encourage somebody with a doctor title to apply? Number three, how would you describe your organizational culture in which your most valuable experts and leaders thrive in? To nominate an employer of choice so that we can ask our informative, bold questions, click on the link in the show notes. And now, back to the post Transformation episode. All right, number seven. This is what I always hear from humanities. So if you want to become a director or a curator, any leadership position at a public institution, then that also requires a PhD. And they probably draw on the analytical research side as well on the communications teaching side. So if that is something for you, then you need to look into that. And then obviously there's another one, the investigator, the internal revisor or auditor. So usually companies who... And once you have determined your readiness to leap and you think, yes, this is the way forward. I want to transition into business or industries. Then you can, if you like, enroll in your free email course with 10 actionable, bingeable email lessons until you start your job in business. You'll get 10 emails that detail number one, how to leap out of science, number two, how to build your sustainable LinkedIn profile, number three, how to read social media and network, number four, how to research your favorite jobs and employers, number five, how to do information interviews to get insights, number six, how to create your customized applications, number seven, how to prepare your thesis from a business point of view, Number eight, how to apply to your favorite employers. Number nine, how to choose the right job offer. And number 10, how to prepare for your new job. Woohoo! Have to do a profits and loss report. So the bigger companies, they also need to comply with certain legislations and they need to be audited. And the, the auditing process is also done by PhDs because they have the research acumen to look into the data and to see whether there are some changes, different patterns where there's fraud, all the things that you could see in data. All right, then number nine, which is intellectual property law. So if you have through your biomed, physics, PhD, strong niche backgrounds for patents, or intellectual properties, then this is something that you can upskill towards law so that you can 
say this is a patent worthy innovation or something like that. So this is also a great venue for people I know. Hey, have you found this episode so far helpful for yourself? Well, maybe you can subscribe and also share this episode with your PhD bestie because that would encourage us to help the underprivileged, underrepresented and underserved early career scientists leaping into business. And now back to the show. All right. So number 10 is about consulting. And I would say that this is not so much of a surprise because I was also a consultant as a PhD. I would say that in most upper consulting companies, I've seen a lot of PhD. Not to have a PhD is the exception. And that's why I would say that most of us have gone to consulting sooner or later. I would prefer to have some business knowledge experience before I would become a consultant. But I've seen also recent graduates from college from university to become consultants. All right. Uh, I hope that this really short episode has been helpful and I can only recommend to you to listen to the other episode about drop rows in business that require a strong teaching background and also to overlay that with the episode number four, which is on the future of work for new PhD holders in business. I hope that that you will find a job that will suit you fine. And if you want to apply to that job and want a little bit more of a handhold, remember to enroll also in your free email course, Career Transition into Business, so that you have a little bit more action points than only on this podcast. Do you want the transcript of our episode and our episode sponsor's answers to all six bold questions so that you can choose to apply? Do you want to nominate your employer of choice so that we can ask them our bold questions? For all of that, check out our clickable links in our show notes. And on our website, www.postdoctransformation.com, you can also check your readiness to leap into business or enroll in our free email course, Career Transition Made Simple. Thanks for your attention. I'm Professor Dr. Elna Sui Winkles, the host of your weekly Postdoc Transformation Show. Postdoc Transformation, Postdoc Transformation, Postdoc Transformation.